Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. We got the Lockdown Lodgecast reporting for duty. I am your Lodgecast. With me, as always, is Brother Bisky. Over. Aye, aye, sir. And we got that salty dog, Brother Lucas. What's your 20, Lucas? Hothead reporting for duty, sir. We saw a movie called Greyhound. It stars, <laughs> <laughs> stars Tom Hanks. And the poster or the art that you click on to rent this film is just it's the hanksiest looking poster you've ever seen he's looking so dignified he is looking so american yeah my god what like <laughs> he looks like cake just a perfect human being which he is this movie this fucking movie uh, we had to do it because, like, it was supposed to go to theaters. It's like a big, quote-unquote, big, rootin' tootin', yay for America, World War II naval battle intrigue film. And it is written by Tom Hanks. I didn't know that. I didn't know that going in. <laughs> I didn't know that going in, though. No. He wrote this thing. Me, me neither. It was a big shock when to see that credit. Adapted it from a book. Yes. Let me know if I'm off base here. But to me, this feels like Tom Hanks, in his personal life, is a big fan of World War II nautical intrigue. And either he paid a hefty sum or his goodly wife, Rita, gifted him the experience for his birthday of, en <laughs> of engaging in like a super immersive boat captain cosplay. Like they hired a bunch of dudes to defer to him and pretend to carry out his orders. And he just he just got his rocks off the whole time doing it. That's what this felt like to me. Yeah, because he he is just it's just oh naval God, captain genius. speak the whole oh, way through. It's genius. And there's not a story here. Oh man, what the there's fuck not is a character. There's oh, not a character. You hit the nail. You hit the, na you hit the nail on the head, man. It is pornography. Like it is straight <laughs> pornography. <laughs> This is pornography for History Channel loving dads yeah. who get off on World War II shit. This is strictly for dads who love Tom Hanks and who love Saving Private Ryan, and now they want to get a little bit... They, they love Saving Private Ryan, but they wish it were a little more wet. I, honest That's, to God, I, I yeah. honest to God, wish uh, streamers like Apple, which uh, picked this up from Sony to release online... Um, I wish they would show us the data of what state in the country streamed yes. it the most. Like, show yes. me what country is watching this, or excuse me, yes. what state is watching this the most in the country. Yes, yeah. yes, it's probably like Connecticut or something like that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What did this script look like? Oh my god! How you know? You know what's crazy is I bet you every a I bet Ron Howard on down every A list sure. director passed on it because they probably couldn't stay awake reading yes. all the repetition of like calm reporting for duty calm repeat five four zero three nine or two alpha five trotter course did you get that yeah it's like oh rudder right full full rudder right repeat repeat oh the man. little snippet that these two boys just brilliantly portrayed <laughs> that is the whole fucking movie <laughs> that's the movie 
But right away at the top, and this, oh my God. Yeah. This we can we can trace the Lodge Mistress's experience through this in how it tries to manipulate. I told her, I'm like, I gotta watch this movie called Greyhound. And she's like, what's Greyhound? And I showed her the poster, the famous poster. And she's like, oh, that looks great. I love Tom Hanks. Okay, <laughs> that gets her in the door. The first scene, he's meeting up with Elizabeth Shue, his love interest. She's like, whoa, shoes up in this? I am on board. <laughs> Bait and motherfucking switch. They have shoe up top. He thinks about her once during his naval escapades, and then she that's it. That's it. Yeah. That is all she wrote for sure. No Shu. resolution with it. It was a it was a thankless role, but I was glad to see her because I haven't seen her uh in a while and she's beautiful and she's so bright and good. She is like the perfect Tom Hanks, you know, love interest. And I But wish, they didn't give her anything to do. No, I kind of wish, honestly, I wish she was on the ship with him as like, yes. an, like an apparition. Like she's not really there, but he's like looking and she's like something. He, she's like a visual like ghost, like a living ghost almost, if you will. Um, she's a, she is the Liv Tyler in Ad Astra Memorial role. Yes, in this. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But but I guess what I'm saying, I, what I'm trying to articulate is, I wish she was like his guardian angel, like in the flesh, but like in the sure. scenes with him. And that's why they're like talking at Tom Hanks because he's like zoning out, like looking at her. It's or so weird to have it front loaded with a pretty stilted conversation because Tom Hanks, he he's a, he's a fatherly dude, and it, and like, it's, and it's a flashback too. So it's a weird pacing thing where it opens with these titles explaining everything, which I didn't think helped. Um, I'm trying to remember like exactly what they were, but they're all escaping me. And then it like starts with him on the ship and then it flashes. It's like, back. you know where the war was at the time yeah. and where all the boats are and what, you know, bring bringing the dads up to speed. And then once we're on the ship, it's just all these dudes sucking up to Tom Hanks. Just like, yes, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Aye, aye, sir. Aye, aye, sir. One yes. of which, one of which I had to squint. Cause I was like, is that, is that Chet Hanks? His rapping son, Chet Hanks, <laughs> a.k.a. Chet? Chet Hayes, is in this film uh, as one of his subordinates. I didn't, oh rec I didn't recognize him, but when I saw his name in the credits, I was like, oh, man. Everyone is so subordinate. There's no, con <laughs> there's no conflict on the ship whatsoever. There's no, like, we should do this. No, we should do this. No, everyone's just like, whatever Tom Hanks says, that's what we're doing. The one African-American character is a cook trying to get him to eat, and he won't eat, and then the cook dies oh, and tom man. hanks is like where's my food where's my cook i want to yeah and i, I want to summon the salad dragon because of oh. that oh okay oh. i didn't know this had one but yeah go so yeah no i didn't think there was going to be a salad dragon but when you mentioned <laughs> the uh the cook i i remembered and so unfortunately, yes, when the cook is uh, killed by enemy fire, because there's a bunch of German U-boats like, surfacing to the water and shooting at their warship in the Atlantic on their way to England. A few scenes later, when the heat dies down, they have a 10-gun salute funeral. Burial on the deck, at on, sea. Yeah, barely at sea. And they drop all the casualties. But when they go to drop the cook's body, it kind of gets stuck a little bit. And they're like <laughs> trying to shake it out like a trash can over a dumpster. It does get and, stuck and there's a little. This, and there's this, there's this cutaway of Hanks kind of looking at it out of the corner of his eye. Like that's no <laughs> dignified way for like my friend to go. It's like this whole drama that's like unfolding with like him being sad that, yeah, they can't get his body out. Oh, it was rough. I love that we're considering that a salad dragon. Bishki, do you have one too? No, no. I had no salad dragon. 
There's no dragons in these waters. No. There's a wolf. The Germans that are hunting the greyhound is called the gray wolf. Yeah. And the guy comes over the comms and he's like, the gray wolf will hunt you. Ow! Yeah. Then there's no like I don't think that's not wasn't a German accent. I don't know what kind of accent. I don't was. know what the it, fuck was, it was. It was probably the director just like doing a weird voice, like mm. or it was Tom Hanks himself, like drunk on his own power, like Tom Hanks as a screenwriter. If anybody's seen Larry Crown, you'll understand. Oof. Which I have not. You will. No, under my no, watch. No way. No under way. my watch, you will. <laughs> I saw that thing you do, and I was like, "What? Like I don't get this." That thing you do is heads and tails above this thing like i don't know this isn't even a movie no i clocked it i watched it on my iphone because i just i was like I, need to, <laughs> I was like i need to spice this up and do something with this so oh. i was just like i'm just gonna throw it on my iphone on, apple on your plus, phone apple tv plus because i don't care and it was 80 minutes with 10 minutes of credits yeah that's what it was wow I mean, that that kind of says it all. Like, yeah. there's no story, so why go beyond 80 minutes of mm -hmm. movie? There's no need to. It's just Tom Hanks cosplaying as a boat captain. And if you think that that sounds like <laughs> just a great way to spend your time, you're going to love this movie. You can watch <laughs> it on mute. It doesn't matter. You could just have it on the... Oh, that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. During the climactic battle, I asked the Lodge Mistress, facetiously, of course, I said, is Greyhound your favorite movie of 2020? And she said she gets more out of our Apple TV screensavers than she did out of this movie. Just the, just the fucking ocean. Ouch. Ouch. Just the sky. Ouch. Just the fucking grass. A anything is more nutritious than whatever this was. And I don't understand how it would have fared at the theater. Yeah, well, that's what I want to bring up, because when I was watching it, I, I was watching it on my Apple TV in my bedroom on like a like a 17 inch. It's like a small. What were you wearing? It's a, yeah, a little tank top and my uh, my <laughs> Calvin Klein's uh, a little nice. back, back to the future reference. Um, but I was thinking like. Yeah, what studio is going to release this theatrically? And I look it up and it's Sony. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense because Tom Rothman's like an old school, you know, studio head who likes to make talent deals with like old school stars, whether they be, you know, directors or, or whatnot. But then I realized as I was watching it, I was like, you know, I wonder if this was developed as like a 4DX experience it feels like it because i was like man if there was a movie that we should have all gone down to like see at la live like in the 4dx theater with the vibrating just getting seeds. drenched yeah, yeah. yeah. like, like with water let's, yeah. let's do it man like i would love to have experienced it in that kind of environment but but it at needs home, that. like no no thanks it needs like an added layer of experience to make it even remotely worthwhile or screen x where the whole screen like goes around your peripheral vision and like Something. Yeah. I it felt needs something. it was chasing Dunkirk, which Dunkirk to me is four bones, just on the record. Agreed, agreed. That was my favorite yeah. film of 2017. Yeah. So which needs to be seen in IMAX if you watch it the way I did on an iPhone for... Uh, no, I, I didn't watch Dunkirk <laughs> on an iPhone, but I watched Greyhound on an iPhone. And so Greyhound could not in any way compete. But Greyhound is all CG battleships. Let's it, say, it's, it's all it's, CG. It's like Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. It's like this very monochromatic gray color. Might as well be black and white. But I want to go back to what the Lodge Master said earlier about this could be like MOS without sound. Yeah. Because one of the things I really didn't appreciate was the bombastic 
heavy handed score. The score to, was to go, terrible to go terrible. on top of it. And I'm thinking, you know, if I was doing this, I would take a page out of Stanley Kubrick's playbook and I would have like classical music or like some kind sure. of beautiful, like, you know, uh, classical symphony or opera or sonata or whatever and i would lay it over to make it like this terrence malick you know thing at sea because it is kind of like a ballet or yeah or, or do or the dunkirk thing where you just have no i mean Agreed. very minimal Agreed. score Agreed. yeah yeah anything but what they ended up doing yeah like it's just basic that is precisely correct. And on that note, let's go to them Greyhound Video Hound Bones. All right, Brother Bishki, what did you see on your iPhone? Uh, Set the pace. Took me a few sittings. I fell asleep the first time. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I was- <laughs> I was reclining. Um, Were you just holding the phone, or did you have like how set the scene here? I'm just sitting on my sleeping on my bed, or (laughs) sitting on my bed, and and just had the phone, you know, maybe six inches from my face, and then I just drifted, drifted. Uh, Oh, it's just like Captain on the Con, I sir, and I'm just like, uh. (laughs) but uh, you know, this is wholesome, conventional family entertainment. I recommend to all families. What is this even rated? PG. Uh, PG-13. It was PG-13. Oh, God. For, for some uh, mild thematic elements. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Shue, she showed her uh, her leg in that yeah, yeah. opening scene. So anyway, for that, and then, you know, Tom Hanks is a national treasure, all that of stuff. Course, so two, two bones, two bones. Two? Wow. Yeah, whatever. What I don't the care. fuck is wrong? Oh, my I mean, God. I wasn't angry at it. It was just what whatever. What is that? Yeah. Two bones. Brother Lucas, what do you got? Uh, I just want to start off by first saying that I feel Tom Hanks was robbed at the Oscars of not winning the Oscar for Captain Phillips for Best Acting. Okay. Um, because he wasn't even nominated. But if you watch all the nominees from that year, like Tom Hanks should have won. Like, because his performance in that is pretty riveting but watching this yeah it was a chore like it was definitely a head scratcher why tom hanks wanted to do it until you find out that he wrote and produced it and like you said it's definitely his passion to like be this real american hero yeah so i gotta give it one and a half bones like i right. I, uh, I i i remember just thinking like man if this was in imax or dolby or 40x or screen x or 3d stereoscopic you know sound tripping blowing my <laughs> mind yeah like bubbles floating around me um i i would appreciate it a lot more but but if i were to do a live rewrite it would absolutely be is important. this a live rewrite this is a live rewrite do it live i'll write it and we'll do it live i had mentioned it before where it's like you know his wife should be on the ship with him so that in between all the navy jargon where they're like throwing back their codes and their military lingo she's like literally you just cut like in between those scenes she's like standing behind him like whispering like things that they've talked about like you know that sure like blah blah like in like the thin red line but she's actually there like saying it sure he's like listening to her but then instead of responding to her he responds in like cool fifa 
five, four, one, three, two, now do it. And then like goes back to like listening to her, like, you know, yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about the time they like chase the cat out of the barn or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or it could be like the cane mutiny. Have him go nuts. I don't care. Yeah. Do something. Something. Do something. Oh my God. You guys are so kind to this fucking piece of drivel. This <laughs> is, this is so bad. You guys, it's seriously Tom Hanks cosplay. And when you see how much CG is, is there just imagining him with like just a wall of green through all the portholes just makes it even chintzier. <laughs> it's such a piece of shit. This is a half Roger Ebert Memorial half oof, bone movie. Oof, yeah. And I'm giving it one other half bone just because Elizabeth Shue <laughs> is at that point where she's kind of, she kind of inhabits the Ray Don Chong space for us where there's a lot of love and light. Ray Don, <laughs> Ray, Ray Don's the queen, but Elizabeth Shue's definitely in the queen's court somewhere. And just having a little dollop of her made the whole thing go down a little bit smoother. And so yeah. she gets a half bone, bringing it to a rickety, leaky one bone for me. Mm. Wow. Like, I, I want to know if anybody fully got, got off on this movie. I don't think I don't think it's possible. Lodge Master, can I ask you how many bones you would give Larry Crown? Oh, Larry Crown, <laughs> because it is so over the top weird. You have no idea why it was made or how it was made, even though I've looked into it and basically it was Tom <laughs> Hanks and Nia Vardalos writing the script over untold amounts of wine. And for the end credits alone, in which he is riding in front of a green screen on a scooter with Julia Roberts, and they're both waving at the camera saying, hi, mom, for that alone is a bone. So I got to give Larry Crown a bone and a half just because just because I wanted to have a little leg up on whatever the fuck this is. And I would much rather people spend their time watching Larry Crown than submerging into the murky waters of Greyhound. And, got and it. I did want to ask, just because I don't know if we'll come back to Tom Hanks or who knows when the next time we'll get, come back to Tom Hanks. What's your favorite <laughs> Tom Hanks movies, guys? I'm going to oh. go with I'm going to go with Big. Hmm. I know what mine is because uh, I watched it twice a day, once in the morning and once at night for like three or four months straight. And that's uh, Joe Dante's The Burbs. The Burbs? I thought you were going to say Joe versus the Volcano, but you went The Burbs. Well, yeah, it's interesting because I'm a stoner and I find that Joe versus the Volcano is like so good I have to watch it. But with The Burbs, it's so like it's a hangout movie. Like it's so chill. I can kind of drift in and out of it and it works like no matter where I drift in and out. Yeah. I don't really know my favorite. I think uh, in lieu of anything else, I'll just say Larry Crown because it's the one I think about the most. <laughs> Larry Crown over Forrest Gump. Noted, noted. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely over Forrest Gump. Well, that's Greyhound, boys. I don't know if we can really recommend this to anyone nah. <laughs> other than, other than our, our fathers. But uh, I couldn't even recommend this movie to my father because he has bad eyesight. And he'd be like, I can't see anything. Like, what's yeah. happening? They're shooting at who? Yeah, <laughs> it's best to just let it sink into the abyss. But we made it through together, boys, and uh, we live to fight another battle. The video hound <laughs> lives on. Yes, it does. I love the oh. video hound. Long live the video hound. Long live the video hound. Long live the Lodgecast. Love and light, boys. Over love and, and out. Light. Love and light, comrades. Hey!